Hello, time travelers. Welcome to the Agent Journey podcast, an actual play podcast where we go back in time and play RP games themed around time and growing up in a variety of systems. Please enjoy the Turquoise Menace by our GM, M. Hubbard, in this fun original game of Rocket Club. Welcome to our uh, very special run of Rocket Club, uh, a game of volatility, both emotional and chemical. Uh, this is a game written by me, M. Hubbard. Um, got a problem with that? No. Uh, <laughs> this game is not released yet. It's still in kind of the late stages of playtesting, um, but it's fun. We're going to have a good time with it. Uh, Rocket Club is a game of uh, precocious middle school rocket enthusiasts who uh, face the imminent threat of an alien invasion in their small town. Um, as I said, I'm M. Hubbard. Um, you can see some of the other games that I've uh, I've written at uh, it's E M underscore A I T C H dot itch dot io um it's mh i realize now that i've had to spell that out that it's a really unfortunate um address to give you uh i'm gonna go ahead and let our other uh players introduce themselves as well so from my understanding that would be me next yes that's you next hi uh, I'm Lestariel, and I am excited to be here. I, I'm not... Oh, go ahead. No, I said that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite normal. I, I get to play Connor Finnegan, and I'm excited to be here as well. Oh, um, hi, I'm Pan. Um, I have a channel on YouTube called Pan42Tarot, where I read tarot cards and it's really great i'm also on instagram as pan 42 tarot and i'm excited to be playing opie and hi uh my name's wabi uh i use they them pronouns uh i am a pretty much a nerd as a hobby uh if you want to see me just doodle my D D characters all the time you can follow me on instagram at wabi.draws oh thanks everybody um, so, uh, we are starting out tonight in the small town of Gardenia, Arizona, uh, a, a little place in the middle of nowhere, very suburban, very, uh, new and clean and shiny. And we find ourselves downtown on the city streets. Uh, there are several tallish office buildings. It's it's not a big city, but this is the 
kind of business center of the town, these eight to 10 story buildings, uh, stone and steel and glass and little restaurants and shops down on the ground floor. There is no one around on this mid-February afternoon, uh, aside from a gang of roving malicious robots who are uh, moving through the city streets, causing trouble. The, uh, we see these um, very mechanical, kind of classic robot-looking bodies, metal segmented. Uh, my best way to describe them is like slender gorillas. They have short legs, long arms, big hands, and their heads are just these these rings of uh, like a, a light bulb, like a like a like a ring light. Um, they're flipping over cars, smashing windows. There are no citizens to be seen until a small group of uh, unlikely young kids rounds the corner. And uh, I'd like to kind of run through our gang and get a, a quick description of everybody uh, as you round the corner and do whatever you want to do to uh, just just knock out one or two of these robots. Um, you're all making your way toward the, the center of town. Um, you've probably been through all sorts of unknown turmoil getting there. Uh, you're all a little worse for wear, but you round the corner and see some of these robots standing in your way. They turn to face you. And um, I think I, I want to start with Opie. Um, so you can just, whatever you want, uh, tell us who Opie is uh, and however you want to kind of come out here blasting and uh, destroy some, some robot for us. Okay, so Opie is a 12-year-old girl with crazy curly red hair and she wears overalls and normally she's barefooted, which she is now. And she's got glasses on, and her hair is just insane right now because they have been roaming around the town, destroying robots. And she comes barreling around the corner in this souped-up ATV. It is, like, bright red with, like, cool blue lightning streaks down the side, but it's also, like, taped together with, like, bacon duct tape and like all kinds of other crazy things and she's just like going as fast as possible at one of the biggest robots and she just like breaks slides into it to just smash the whole side of her ATV against it just cackling the whole time nice um and tell us what your your character's reputation is also um Opie is a genius, so she's really good at design, um, but also <laughs> I've made her a bit of a garbage creator, so she, she's also more excited about explosions than, like, the actual pretty form of anything. <laughs> nice. Um, I think maybe the next person to come out is going to be Connor. I think Connor's following along just right behind her. See, Connor's 
Rocket Gear is a little experimental. He's got a wide belt around his hip uh, with two boosters on the side. No steering mechanism there, but attached to each of his wrists is a very thick belt and a, kind of like a mechanical winch on it. Uh, and he's got one arm outstretched, uh, shaking visibly from the strain and a long line attached to Opie's uh, four-wheeler. And he's just kind of like flying down behind her. And as soon as they round the corner, he detaches the line and flies forward with the momentum, shoots out the grapple, it attaches to one of the robots, he swings around, manages to wrap around another and then push off of it, not pushing it away from him towards the ground. Um, his blonde hair is just kind of wavy all behind him. Uh, he has like a nice tie on that's covered in grease now. and It's kind of like flown out, flying all over the place. Sometimes it'll whip up and smack him in the face, just depending on where the momentum takes him. Nice. And uh, and what's uh, what's Connor's uh, reputation? He's a bit of a troublemaker. He gets into a lot of trouble at school. Uh, he likes to steal things. He's been caught doing it several times. If you're quick enough, you could even see him as he whips by one of the robots. He snags some loose pieces out of the back as he flies by, uh, then whips up off into the sky. Excellent. Um, how about Scarlet? So Scarlet is probably just walking to start out with, like not on vehicle yet. It's just like walking around the corner, kind of chill, doesn't really seem to be very bothered. Um, decides, though, that she's a little bit bored of just walking and jetpack loudly roars to life. It is very loud, um, unfortunately. And that draws the attention of a couple of robots, which she manages to make chase her around until she gets them to knock into each other in a excellent display of evasive maneuvering. Uh, so they knock into each other and are both donezo, destroyed. Um, Scarlet is hero. She's very serious and just likes to make sure that nobody gets left behind and is a protector. All right. Um, I think probably Scarlet's like looking around, making sure everybody is accounted for and uh, notices then as Indy comes out as well. Yeah. So Indy, uh, in their sort of like baby emo glory, they have like this like indigo hair swoop over one eye uh, the other eye, sort of like an unnatural light blue, uh, skating down the street in a slightly baggy sweatshirt, tight ripped jeans, and these like Doc Martin style combat boots, uh, which have a wheel on the heel and then also rocket strapped on the sides. Um, and he uses those to gain some momentum, head up right to those robots with like so much grace to his movements and boosts up one rocket just to like hop up on one foot and then uses the other rocket to basically just like excel the power of his kick as he spins and like uh, basically just like takes the head off of one of these robots with one powerful kick with his combat boot. 
and then like lands and does kind of like a slight like emo flip with the hair just like push it out of their face ever so slightly um excellent yeah uh indy is the new kid in town uh he hasn't been around too long uh, but he has just amount of like an air of mystery to him that like at school he's kind of like the mysterious heartthrob. However, everyone in this club knows like he is not the mysterious heartthrob. He's just an awkward little guy. <laughs> he don't know what to do with all that attention. <laughs> Great. So um, the four of you uh, managed to swoop around the corner here and quickly dispatch... I, I lost count five or six of these robot creatures. You um, kind of take a moment there and uh, look further down the street. You've got a couple more blocks to go until you're you're almost at your destination. And uh, you see more of these robot figures kind of turn their attention from where they were kicking in a window or uh, crushing the, the hood of a car. Um, a, a couple more step out from an alleyway, and uh, you have uh, you have a bit of a gauntlet ahead of you of uh, more of these robots. So, what do you all want to do? So it's like a like just a the road is lined out with robots. Yeah, they're probably we'll say like seven or eight more that you can see along the next couple blocks and just uh destruction along the way there's smashed glass overturned cars um parts of buildings have fallen down it looks it looks like a war zone ahead of you is there anything like particularly tippy about any of the buildings next to the robots <laughs> Oh, uh, whew, classic Opie. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's say, uh, why not? <laughs> um, we'll say there's um, maybe an older building uh, where we're going to flash back soon. So I'm not going to get into all of the details, but things have gone bad in this town over the past couple of days. Um, this older brick building, like a three story uh, old office building. Um, one whole corner of it has already crumbled and it looks like it's tilting um in an unhealthy manner okay then i'm gonna i'm gonna say that i'm gonna use like some sort of projectile either like a slingshot or something and just like fire at the 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 keystone that's keeping the whole thing kind of together and try I, do we have rockets on us at all times because if i have a firecracker that would be what i would like to throw at it i mean you're the rocket club uh you tell me i feel but, like opie probably yes. does <laughs> and i want to shoot a rocket at the at the cornerstone to make the building topple over on all six robots at once. All right. So that first hit of uh, on all of those robots was the only one you get for free. So I'm going to make you roll for that. Um, 
So if you want to jump over to the uh, Roll With Me page, oh, I see some people have been playing around there. Um, so what you can do, for every roll that you make in this game, you're going to roll 3d6. So you can type up at the top where it says enter a die count. Hey, there, you did it. Um, um, so on our, on my screen, I can't like push the re-roll button. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, wait, well, you can if you select the dice. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> but let's uh let's let's before we jump there um what trait do you want to use for this so the traits um, are design propulsion grace and impact and these are more about kind of how you're going about it than what you're I doing i definitely want impact because okay. i want the thing to blow up all right um and what do you have in I impact? have a plus one in impact Okay, so that means you can re-roll one of these dice. So you've got a two, which is a failure. Another two, which is your mood. So this is kind of how you're feeling as you're doing this. Uh, and then a six on your side effect die. Um, all right, then let's, yeah, I'm going to re-roll the outcome. Roll. Yeah. Perfect. Hell yeah. All right. So you've re-rolled it. You've got a six. Uh, so that is now a full success on your outcome. Um, so the way this system works is that first die is, did you do it or didn't you do it? You did it. The second die is your mood. So this is kind of how you're feeling while you're doing this. Um, and you're also going to track those anytime someone you or anyone else roll a mood that's associated with your secret your character's secret i don't think that anyone has sadness um so i don't think anybody's marking that but when we uh, mark the the secret emotion for us it goes under tension right nope it goes under um, overwhelm overwhelm yeah okay cool um yeah, generally speaking, overwhelm is bad, so you want to avoid having the emotion that is associated with your secret, um, but it's good for you to see other people feel that emotion because it's going to inspire you to connect with them. Uh, but again, I don't think anybody has sadness, so uh, we don't have to worry about that at the moment. But, so, you managed to hit this keystone perfectly with your rocket. It explodes. Um... And what you were aiming for here is this building to fall over in just the right way to uh, crush some of these robots, which it does. Um, on your side effect die, you got a six, which is extra. So a little bit of something else happens for you as well here. Um, and I'm going to say that um, knocking down this little building, you notice immediately it's opened up a bit of a shortcut for you. Yes. Um, so you all can, uh, for one thing, it's kind of blocked off the street as well. So it's kind of forcing you into this shortcut, but it's going to get you uh, out of the way of where all of these other robots were and get you through there a little bit more quickly. Um, and I'll say Opie notices this right away. Maybe everybody else doesn't. What's everybody else doing? I think Indy 
is probably not too far behind from Opie. Um, but definitely, like, with, like, more so the intention of, like, keeping an eye out for more danger around them. Okay. Um, why don't you go ahead and roll, um, to kind of, like, just get, a uh, get your bearing, get, uh, get a view of what's all around you. Um, yeah. which I would say is probably design or maybe grace. Ah. Uh... Yeah, I don't know what's I good for you. Both are the same for me. I have a plus, okay. or I have a one in both. Uh, okay. So I'm probably going to say design, just because I feel like India is a bit more logically minded. Uh, and right. I'm probably going to reroll the outcome, even though yeah. I did just roll my mood. But I think for the sake of the story, I'm going to reroll outcome. All right. Okay. Yep. Still not Still great. failure. Still a failure, um, but not as much of a failure. Right. Makes absolutely no difference mechanically, but still. Dang. Um, so you've got a failure. Um, you've rolled fear. And your five is learn something. So you can ask uh, a question here and get a little bit of information about the situation. But I'm going to say you don't see what might be a danger to you. Okay. Um, in that case, just to sort of match up with the failure, I'm going to say what is my best path forward? All right. Um, that would definitely be um, through this opening that's been created for you uh, when this building fell down. It seems like it might be a little, some shaky ground there, a lot of rubble, but uh, it's going to get you where you all want to go the fastest. Um, gotcha. Yep. And I think fear makes sense there. Like there's a lot of, there's this cloud of dust in the air now and you're not sure what's, uh, what's might be coming for you. Yeah. So yeah, I will mark off <laughs> that one point of overwhelm right off the bat. Love yep. that for and, me. Yeah, so Scarlet also, you should mark, um, uh, make a mark under uh, advances for Indy. So yeah, you'll just be watching for any time anyone rolls the mood that's associated with your secret. Um, all right, so y'all kind of heading over the, the fallen rubble of this building. I think Connor would swing up towards the top of the building to try and look down the other side to just see what's over on, like, the next street over. Okay. Um, I'm going to go... I, I don't think that... I think you can just go ahead and do that. It seems well within your abilities. Um, You swing or, or kind of launch your uh, grappling hook and pull yourself up, swing over this rubble. Um, there's like a little bit of an alley right behind the buildings that are next to you, and that opens up into another street. And it seems clear, like there there aren't any of the robots over on this next block. So it seems like you've got a pretty clear path at that point. Sweet.
So let's go. <laughs> All right. And uh, Indy, is there a little cat with you? <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I failed to mention that, didn't I? Uh, around <laughs> Indy's shoulders, because little guy, uh, uh, her name is Magenta. She's like a really like scroungy looking alley cat. Uh, just very much like has no meat to her bones. Uh, just kind of like wrapped around Indy's shoulders because, yeah, she would not be able to keep up with Indy just on her feet. All right. Um, okay, so you all, uh, I guess, um, Connor swings through the air, and I'm guessing probably Scarlet is uh, flying above on her jetpack, but uh, you make your way across uh, through the, the rubble of this building over onto the next street. Um, it's You can still hear, like, it seems like on the other block, the robots just went back to making mischief like you can hear things smashing uh like metal twisting um otherwise it's kind of eerily silent down here in the the downtown which is usually um not bustling but there are there are usually folks around at this time of day um and you all make your way down this street a little ways uh and come to another intersection and looking up, you can see the tallest building in downtown, which is it's a it's a small place, so it's uh, it's uh, not an enormous building, but the tallest building, uh, kind of towering up above you, and just beyond that, you can see the sun as it's getting lower in the sky, gleaming off of this strange craft just floating up above the city. Um, it's like a um, a small uh, central round unit with these uh, tr three triangular shapes projecting uh, out of it, like the blades of a fan. And it's just serenely floating up there above you with the sun gleaming off of the metal. Uh, and that is where you're trying to go. But let's, uh, let's flash back to two days earlier at the annual uh, Dry Creek Middle School Valentine's Dance. Uh, it's... It's evening, it's uh, a Friday night, and the whole middle school has gathered for a um, an evening of utter, utter awkwardness as a group of middle schoolers um, try to socialize and decide whether or not they want to dance with each other. Um, so you're all there for one reason or another. Um, and it's uh everyone's gathered in the school gym um dry creek middle is a, a small school um so there aren't a ton of kids here but the gym is is pretty packed right now there's streamers hanging from the ceiling lots of like crepe paper hearts and uh little like cut out cupids and things like that uh somewhere over on on the far end there's a dj playing um who knows what uh some uh 
soft like dance music kind of bumping through not great speakers there's a a long table with punch and some snacks and um i think i want to start on uh indie indie you're you're standing off to one side of the of the gym um it's low lit. They're kind of there's like a, a disco ball hanging. These little dots of light swirling around, like some colored lights flashing in the corners. Um, music's thumping. There's kind of a, a buzz of people talking. Probably not very many kids dancing, but a lot of people gathered in groups off to the sides. And Indy, you've uh, you've been kind of distracted on and off for a while now um, because a couple of days ago you got a text message that was really weird. Um, and it's just, it's been on your mind. And you're, so you're standing there, not really paying attention to the dance, but instead looking, as you often have for the past little while, at this message on your phone that says, been missing you, uh, hope to visit soon. And then there's a, a blue heart, some smiley faces. And that's all it says. Um, so you're just standing there looking at this, kind of reviewing it in your in your mind, thinking whatever you're thinking of it. And uh, don't even notice as, um, let's see, who comes up to you? Uh, Scarlet steps up beside you. Um, Scarlet is already, like, bothered and doesn't want to be there. Like, she thinks the whole thing is stupid, like the whole premise. She thinks that there are better things to be doing with her time, but wants to hang out with her friends anyway, which is why she went. So, uh, yeah, goes up and hangs out over by Indy and is like, hey. Hi, what's up? Oh, hey. I didn't see you there. Ah, um, not much, not much. Uh, enjoying the dance? Hmm. Not particularly, but that was a really suspicious not much for, like, if if actually not much is up. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I just got a mysterious text message, um, a couple days ago, and, God, I'm hoping it's not some random girl in our class who has a crush on me. I can't, I can't do that right now. <laughs> Yeah, you do seem to get a lot of those. I don't know why. I literally say nothing in class. You're mysterious. It adds to the mystery. There's probably a, like a little group, a group of kids nearby who are like, like sneaking glances over at Indy and whispering to each other. I thought I was going to attract no attention at this school, and I have all of it now, which, ah. <laughs> and I need to also know, what are your uh, your dance outfits? Uh, is it like a formal dance, or is it like... No, no. Okay. I feel like in that case, it wouldn't be much different from Indy's, like, normal outfit. Like, instead of, like, a hoodie, he's wearing, like, a flannel. And, like, that's, like, the big change he made to really <laughs> step it up, you know? <laughs> Scarlet's probably got on, like, red because it's her signature color. Uh, so, like, 
Red with white hearts. Something either like a shirt or a dress. If it's a shirt with jeans. Nice. Um, okay, so we're going to roll a little bit of the world building into this scene. So I'd like um, Indy to ask one of your um, relationship questions uh, to Scarlet as you're, well, I mean, not in character, but <laughs> as you're standing here with each other. Okay. So those will be on your reputation page in the book. Yes. Uh, thankfully, I had it pulled up just to be safe. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, what mistaken assumption have you made about me that I haven't corrected? I probably a couple of times have... assumed that you at least a little bit enjoy the attention like like kind of just jokingly I'll like hit your shoulder and say something like oh you know you like it like probably just like mistakenly like misunderstanding that you do not in fact enjoy it at all yeah <laughs> that's fair um and um I'd say probably as as you're kind of just thinking about this, or as you uh, punch Indy's shoulder and refer to those that that group of kids who are clearly scoping him out, you see past those kids, uh, Opie, um, a, a little distance away, kind of off against the other wall. Um, what is Opie up to at this dance? Um, I kind of don't think Opie knew that there was going to be a dance. <laughs> and was just kind of like at the school, like doing, like trying to build a new thing and like heard a bunch of noise and walked into the dance and was like, oh, oh, whoops. So Opie's over there looking kind of mystified. Yeah, she's she's got like her little flip notebook and a pencil. Like she's been like working out some kind of problem and is just like wide eyed and like, oh no, what have I done? She's like in her signature overalls, like barefoot, just like, I don't belong here. <laughs> she's walking through the school barefoot. Oh yeah. That's that's great. Um, so, uh, as Scarlet, um, spots Opie over there looking kind of awkward, um, Scarlet, can you ask one of your questions of Opie? Um, and if you don't have that pulled up, I can tell you what they are. I do have it okay. somewhere. Where is it? There it is. So many tabs. Um. When did I fail to protect you? Ooh. Ooh. That's sad. Um, I feel like Opie's been at this school for a while now. Um, and definitely she's the weirdest kid in class. So there's definitely been a time where the bullies, whoever they are, like, cornered her. 
And most of the time, Scarlet would show up and something would happen. But this time, uh, Scarlet didn't show up. So um, this was... Ooh, okay, so this at this point, she had had made like a little robot like friend and the bullies took it from them and destroyed it so now opia is without her robot companion because scarlet wasn't there the one time oh that's really unfortunate yeah. yeah well those um those bullies in question of course are are gary cog and jen fuller um, one of them really Connor's nemesis and the other one Scarlet's nemesis. Uh, and as Gary a spot, and who? Sorry. Gary, Gary and Jen. Um, and as you, as you spot Opie over there looking kind of gobsmacked, looking around the room, uh, you see Gary and Jen also, um, who appear to be making a beeline for Opie. Oh no, not not today. Not on my watch. Uh, instantly am over over near them. Like, nope, nope, not while I'm here. Oh, hi, Scarlet. How's it going? Hey there, Opie. It's did you going. see my dance in here? Did I see that there's a dance in here? I didn't know there yeah. was going to be a dance today. Yeah, no, I knew. I got dragged against my will. I was going to use the gym to do a test, but it seems like uh, it might hit a few people. <laughs> that is probably not a great plan right now. Yeah. Um, is Opie, like, carrying a rocket or something like that? Well, I don't think she brought the rocket in because she, like, heard music. Okay. But I think she, she had her notebook out. Like, she was, like, getting ready to, like, put put down a map and figure out where the best place is in the gym to fire it and, like, all that stuff. But she doesn't have the rocket with her. All right. Um, yeah, I think the, the two bullies... Um, there's names I have to remind myself of, uh, Jen and what was it? Gary? Yeah. Yeah. Gary and Jen, um, kind of step up and, um, Gary's this, uh, kind of heavy set guy. He's got his arms crossed in front of him. Um, he's like, Oh, Hey, who invited the nerds to the dance? Uh, nobody actually. See, I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> I like roll my eyes and look at him disdainfully, and I'm like, "Don't really think you need an invite to these type of things." Well, that's too bad. Uh, we could probably have a better time without so many nerdy kids here. Um, and uh, I think Connor happens up. Uh, at, at about this moment as well. Um, probably you've been keeping your eye on Gary. Um, you can step in. 
Yeah, I think Connor will come up. Uh, if I can, I want to try and pull uh, Gary's wallet out of his pocket as I show up. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's roll for that. Um, probably Grace, I would think. Yeah, um, definitely, hopefully, Grace. All right. And it's just a 3d6. The Grace gives me the amount of rerolls. Yes. That's two for you, right? Yes. All right. Very graceful. All right, so that's a failure I'm to start re- with. I think we're going to re-roll that three, but keep the other two. Oh, I will oh, re-roll that one more time. Re-roll it again. I'm just getting worse. Oh, there you go. Partial success. Okay. So you got a partial with- success. Thrill and to draw attention. All of those uh, work for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think with your mixed success, I'm going to say, I think we can kind of roll that into the draw attention. Like, you got the wallet, um, but one of the like teachers or chaperones like clearly saw you do it and is going to start heading towards you. Um, and I don't think you know know this. Like, as far as you know, you got away clean. Um, yeah. But you've got that wallet in your hand. Well, I kind of push in front of the others and step in front of Gary. I'm like, hey, Gary, holding up his wallet. And I'm like, see, we don't do this, Gary. Unless you want the whole school knowing that your middle name is... Ah, oh, no. We don't do this, right? What? Did, and I just kind of like, casually flip the wallet open. He's like, give me that back. You didn't you didn't see it, did you? No, no, Gary. But remember, you keep off my back, I keep off yours. And that includes my friends here. I hate you, Connor. He grabs his wallet back. Feelings um, mutual, Gary. And Jen's like, come on, Gary, we didn't want to hang out with these idiots anyway. Um Actually, we're all really very smart. <laughs> Make sure you check your pockets, Jen. And um, let's have Opie uh, ask one of your questions to Connor. Okay, hold on. I have to scroll back to where the questions are. What do you pay attention to that I always overlook? I think Connor picks up on a lot of the other details. I think he hangs around Opie a lot for a variety of reasons, but he sees a lot of the way people look at Opie that she might ignore, and he doesn't really ignore it. Yeah. He's got the insight. He's got the insight. The eyes, I see. Nice. Um... So the, the, the two bullies kind of move off uh, into, the, into the crowd. Um, did Indy come over here with, uh, with Scarlet? Yeah, I think he would have. Like, he was just quiet the whole time because he was just like, ah, confrontation. <laughs> um, all right, then, our last relationship question. Connor, choose one of yours for Indy. For Indy? Um... I would say I once took the blame for something you did. What was it? 
Um, I'm going to say when he first got to um, the school, like he was pretty quiet. I mean, he still is, but um, he was also much more hot tempered and he actually got into a fight with somebody, but they were separated by the time uh, like the teacher came and then you took the fall for it. Sounds about right. Sounds really right. Um, yeah. So uh, who was that teacher? Ooh. Anybody can, can answer that if you want to. Uh, to make it up on the spot, I would say it's a like really old, like uh, like close to retirement English teacher, like very old fashioned lady. Uh, like has had a target on Indy's back since the moment she saw his like crazy colored hair. <laughs> that was your first mistake. <laughs> Being um, emo was my first mistake. Right. Uh, this is Mrs. Um, Lincoln. Um, and she ha happens to walk up uh, right behind Indy at this point. Um, not, not looking for Indy right now, but looks directly at Connor and says, Mr. Finnegan. Did I just see you stealing something from the pocket of that boy over there? No, ma'am. Got nothing on me. You can search me if you like. I saw what I saw. Well, they say that things change. You see different things as you get older. You can shake me down if you like. I got nothing on me. Well, besides my tie and my pants. Uh, yeah, what's Connor's dance outfit? Is it, it just his, his usual? He's got like a nice white shirt and a green tie that he's done really nice and then some jeans. Usually he has like a, like an old pilot's jacket that he got from his grandpa, but he doesn't have that on, on him now. Um, she kind of just uh, kind of glares down at you for a second. I imagine her like tall and thin, kind of like a pinched bird-like face gray hair pulled back in a bun classic uh old english teacher um and she says uh i'll be keeping my eye right on you connor as usual and if i hear anything i, I i'll be coming for you yes ma'am um she kind of like looks down her nose at the other three and then turns and walks away back into the crowd well, this is a nice dance. Uh, that was really cool, Connor, how you got out of that. Look, if you don't have the evidence on you, they can't pin anything on you. I mean, fair enough. So what do we do at these things again? Um, uh, dance? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing cool you all can dance i'm gonna go stand over by the drinks and see what i can get 
Oh, do you think it wouldn't be okay if I set off anything in here? Um, probably not with people in here. I guess this experiment will have to wait till tomorrow. Carlet like, shakes her head and, like, pinches the bridge of her nose, very exasperated. Um, please do, please do it tomorrow. Uh, what were you working on? Oh. Well, you know the little rockets that we have? Yeah. I was, like, thinking, what if we took that rocket and then put, like, five of them in, like, a big rocket, but we made each one directional so that it could hit five different targets instead of just one really big explosion? Whoa. Right? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, if you want any help with that, I'd 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 be down. Oh, sure. Um I I think we'd need a new place to test it though. Maybe outside. Outside? But like where? Like we don't have a football field, right? Oh, mighty DM, do we have a football field? (laughs) (laughs) There's probably like a soccer field or like a baseball diamond or something like that. Yeah. Do you think the baseball team would be a little upset? Not if they don't find out. I mean, I think they'd be upset with us either way, just by kind of being there. Well, they're all here at the dance, aren't they? What follows are the first ones to start dancing when a dance shows up. Well, let's grab a bunch of snacks then and test out this crazy mammy jamma. Yeah, let's do it. All right, see so you uh, load up on some snacks. Um, I don't know what kind of snacks they have at a middle school dance. They're probably not amazing. Uh, <laughs> chips and stuff like that um and uh head out of the gym um probably like down a little. An entire bottle of soda instead of just the little <laughs> cup he's supposed to take <laughs> yeah. uh and head out to the uh what were we saying the soccer field um uh baseball stopping field. baseball field and um yeah it's a it's a quiet night it's it's chilly it's the middle of february you're in the southwest but it's still it's cool at night so there's a kind of a a bite in the air uh some some wind blowing um but also kind of beautiful clear sky there are stars up above you um some small trees along the side of the baseball diamond blowing in the wind um and you can set up and try out this uh this this thing um let's um i feel like i want to get a roll from uh from opie just to see just to make sure it it actually works even though you're not really like targeting anything um maybe just like a design roll to see what you've put together i did a great job it's fine (laughs) hey Um, I'm gonna re-roll 
Well, Desire and I get two rerolls, but... Oh, where'd they go? Oh, I did. where did they go? You had a six, a one, and a five. So I want to um, reroll the one. Okay, you just, just roll a d6 and we'll... One, I don't know where they went. Three. Uh-oh. Hold on, I'll re-roll it again. Yeah. Oh, if you click on it, then you can re-roll it. That's better. That's what I wanted. Okay. Right. So it's a six, a four, and a five. So you got a success. It worked great. Uh, four is hope. Um, what's what's making you hopeful in this instance? Well, I think that we've been trying to figure out how to make our rockets hit things, like, successfully hit the thing we want it to hit instead of just, like, exploding. Um, <laughs> so I think we're... I was hopeful that we'd figure out directional targeting. Nice. Um, and you learn something, so you can ask one of those questions, um, and I'll answer it in whatever way makes sense. Um, let me ask, what has been hidden or overlooked? Hmm. Um... I think you see. So you uh, launch these. You said it's launching five rockets at once. Yeah, at once. And to try to uh, hit different stuff. Like, did you set stuff up around the field? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we definitely like stole like a bunch of the the like baseball like um, gear that the umpire wears. And like put little umpires around the, <laughs> the thing to blow right. them up. All right, it, it is a good thing everybody is in at the dance right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it, these rockets launch; they hit where they're supposed to hit. They're these um, probably not huge explosions. I don't think you're aiming for like utter annihilation. Maybe. Um. My only other plus is in impact, so... Okay, okay so big explosions. The, the equipment that you set up is just annihilated. Um, these big bursts, there's smoke going up into the, into the sky. Um, I think probably just in your excitement, you like jump and throw your hands up, and you see in the sky up above this, uh, this streak of light of something. It's not a shooting star. It's not an airplane it's moving fast it's it's big and it's uh kind of like slows down as it as it crosses across the sky and um just moves off into the distance to we'll say the west of where you are right now just this strange thing that you spotted um that everyone else has overlooked in their excitement or in their covering their heads from the explosions Oh, wait a minute, guys. Did you see? see I don't think it was a plane. It didn't move like a plane. Um, Is there any, like, air shows today? Not that I know of. I don't think the Valentine's Dance is that big a deal. Well, yeah. Guys, 
real human question is area 51 in arizona i feel like it is right no it's in new mexico ah dang it close enough tomato tomato (laughs) (laughs) well real secret one that they really don't want you to know about is in arizona what's in arizona okay well there's that that weird military base that nobody talks about that's over there somewhere I don't know, guys. There was just like a light and it like moved, but then it slowed down like it was scoping out the joint. And then it went over there. You guys really didn't see that? Well, maybe there was some straps from your explosion. Yeah, or like a shooting star, maybe? No, a shooting stars go fast and they don't like slow down. They just, they just keep going. Helicopter oh, crashing? Oh, that I feel like that we would have heard a crash by now, right? Well, maybe it was muffled by the sound of the five explosions that we just set off. That's true. My ears are still ringing. I'm going to go clean up some of the mess before we get spotted. I, I hope those weren't too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> they did look cool as the little helmets flew up in the air, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I mean, we're a public school. I'm sure we have money, right? I mean, <laughs> I feel like we're a good school. We just a rocket club. I mean, true. Um, should we see what that thing was that Opie saw in the sky? I think we should clean this up just like Connor said first. Uh, yeah. Um, let me, um, while we're here kind of talking about the club, uh, there is part of the game where you kind of you go through questions about the club and establish some things that we're kind of skipping because this is just a short run. Um, but I want to ask you all a few questions about the club so we can figure out a little bit about where, what you're all about. We've kind of established already that it's an official school club um, because you needed to have four students involved to be official. That was why Opie roped uh indian to joining um so they could make four um so uh i'm kind of looking through these questions um i want to ask scarlet uh who watches the club carefully from a distance and what do they want i would say it's probably like a coach of some type of a I would say it's like the coach of the hockey team who's really invested in the idea of rocket-propelled ice skates and is curious enough to agree to watch and supervise, but also doesn't really want to get involved enough to know exactly what's going on. Nice. So that's like the the official like faculty advisor, but is kind of a little bit checked out? Yes, he is an aloof supervisor. There's something a little ironic about a hockey team at an Arizona high school. Yeah, that's really great, actually. Field, field hockey. Field hockey. Okay, yeah, I guess we can call it field hockey. 
we're out, we're out on the hockey field right now, blowing stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're not on the field hockey field because <laughs> you know that your advisor wouldn't approve of that. So you're on the baseball diamond. Um, let's go, Connor. Um. Um. What is the club's official or unofficial symbol, and why? Ooh, I think I think it's an unofficial symbol because, like, the mascot for um like our our baseball team is like a wild boar so ours is like a flying pig all right nice <laughs> but it's just got instead of wings it's got like two boosters on the pack and we just kind of have like it drawn up on like a poster on a wall in our club cool who drew it ooh who here's got like the most is better at drawing connor definitely doesn't draw on art I think Indy would have some art skills. Yeah, I was going to say, it's either Indy or Opie, because Opie would draw plans and maps, but I think Indy's probably more artistic. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. A question for Opie. What do club members collectively dream of creating? Ooh. Hmm. I think as a as a group, we're all kind of out of place a little bit here. So I feel like we're all kind of on the like kick of like kids who want to go to the moon one day. Uh -huh. So we're like spaceship. Spaceship. All right. Um, and finally, one question for Indy. Um, uh, what do club members always argue about, seriously or for fun? Yeah. Maybe just like, are aliens real or something like that? That's like very silly and like, like what would aliens do in their free time? And like, just like silly hypotheticals about what aliens would do if aliens existed. Nice. Okay. Based on that, then I'm going to need everybody's position on aliens. Like, yes or no. Like, Real or not real? Oh, this is a tough one. Because I think Opie, like, knows the math of, like, the universe is so big that, like, there's got to be something out there. But the probability that it'll happen at the same time of, as us is, like, impossible. So he's, like... So she's, like, um... 
there they could exist, but the likelihood of us meeting them is zero to none. Scarlet does not. Scarlet does not think that they're real, and not because she doesn't believe, but because she doesn't want them to be. Oh, like she doesn't like the idea of it, so she's just like, no, I refuse. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think Connor's heard a lot of weird stories from his grandpa, so he kind of believes they're real, mainly because his grandpa told him about weird things that had happened to him, and some of them just couldn't be explained. Hmm. Uh, Andy would say they're not real. I don't think he'd really have much of an argument for it, but he would just be like, nah, not real. Um... So, so I'm guessing these arguments mostly consist of Connor arguing in favor of aliens, and I can see how that goes. <laughs> well, Opie would argue that they exist. It's just like, like, who cares? <laughs> right. Okay, so coming back to where we were in the game, a weird thing went across the sky. Only Opie saw it, but... um. Connor, does this uh, does this spark any of your your theories or your uh, thoughts of your grandpa? I think I think grandpa's stories were always a little mixed in with like war stories, so he's kind of doesn't associate them with just the day to day. So it's interesting, and he would look into it. But maybe not now. It's more of like, oh, okay. Well, let's talk about it later and see. Maybe it makes sense to something I've heard of before. All right. Um, So as you're all cleaning up uh, the kind of destruction left over from your experiment, um, which one of you do you think is the most, like, connected to others uh via who's most likely to get a text message from someone uh about stuff that's going on in town right now maybe scarlet yeah i would say either scarlet or connor yeah um we'll say scarlet bad guy texts like (laughs) we're gonna go rob a bank but <laughs> Honor just gets texts of tips and things. Um, so I think uh, Scarlet, you you hear your your phone like chime or vibrate or whatever you have it set to do um, a couple times in a row. That's interesting. People don't usually double text at this time of night, and she like pull her phone out and look. Um, and it's uh. Does what's Scarlet's family situation? Um, I would say her parents are like pretty busy and distant a lot of the time. Like they'll travel a lot for work, so she doesn't really see them very often. But she does have a little sister, Sunny, who she absolutely adores. Yes, I wrote down the little sister. Um, how old is Sunny? Uh, I would go with like nine. Okay, Sonny's probably not texting you. Um, probably <laughs> some, uh, just some uh, fret, like some friends outside the club. Um, 
maybe even people who are actually inside the gym are like, uh, did you see what's going on? What do you think it is? Uh, maybe like it's a group chat kind of thing. Um, you get uh, also a kind of like blurry photo of something that's just like, uh, looks like darkness and a blurry thing. Really doesn't look like anything to you. Um, I think, uh, Opie, would you have a phone on you? I have to have a phone on me because mom insists that I have my phone on at all times and that I know her number and many other phone numbers. Okay. She's calling. Oh, um, guys, uh, hold on. Um, mom's calling. Hey, <laughs> hey mom. Oh, uh. What do you think? Your, what do you think her mom calls her? Is there um, like a... She definitely calls me Ophelia. Okay, um, Ophelia, um, are you okay? Is everything all right? Yeah, jeez, mom, I'm just at the school. Like nothing's happening. Just with the club. Um, I, uh, you know, I had to go into work tonight. Uh, they're asking us all to stay here right now. Have you seen? Have you seen the, the news? No, Mom, I'm with the club. We're, like, doing stuff. Okay. Um, she, like, you hear, like, somebody else talking in the background. Just, um... Okay, I, I'm gonna have to stay here for a bit. Uh, they're, uh, they're... Sorry, they're calling me over here again. Um, just stay... Make sure you stay... Stay at the school or get to the house. Um, I, I might be a while. I'll call you soon. Okay, is there anything we could be worried about? I mean, the Rocket Club, we, we're pretty cool in a situation. Absolutely do not do rockets in this situation. This is not... A... <laughs> we, we don't know what's happening yet, but I, I'll call you soon. Okay, Mom. I'll just take the, the club and the ATV and go to the farm. Um, and I think around this time, you also all see that, like, people have started streaming out of the, um, looking kind of across the field, across the, the lawn of the school. You can see people leaving the, the dance um, in mass, uh, like teachers directing people, um, big line of students. The dance shouldn't be over yet. Have we finished cleaning up our mess yet? They've cleaned it up okay. well enough. Did the the streak of light that we saw did that like was that heading in the direction of the school or it was heading over uh toward uh like the the downtown of uh of your town. Well, guys, as I see it. We can either do what mom says and all go to the farm and have a great board game night. Or we could go use rockets in the middle of town, wherever the weird stuff's happening. There's weird stuff happening? Yeah, I mean, well, look, everybody's headed over there where the weird light went. And, like, you know, people keep texting us. And then mom's like, yeah, she has to stay at work. And, you know, like... Her work is kind of like a government operation over there, so if they're a little bit worried, it might be something cool. 
Um, I mean, I don't really have a curfew, so if we want to go check it out, that, that's cool by me. Yeah, shut it over. Scarlet is unhappily wanting to contest, but not wanting to go against what the group wants, and is kind of like, I want to listen, and I want to obey the rules, but also, group wants to do it. I will probably do it. Well, everybody hop on day TV. Look, I'll sit here, and then Scarlet, you can skip behind me, and Connor, you can hang off the back, and Indy, you can, if you just hold on to the handlebars, your little roller skates will help us go really fast. Um, you, you have I the, think I'll just stay on the side. You have the ATV out by the uh, by the field. That's how I got to the school. Okay, mom. Mom um, doesn't drive me around anywhere because she's busy. I think as you're uh, kind of discussing that, you can see a, a figure walking towards you, kind of hurriedly from the school, uh, an adult, um, uh, kind of slouched a little bit but heading towards you waves his hand um you recognize the uh the figure of the um hockey coach um somebody give me a name for the hockey coach mr blivens all right the hockey coach coach mr blivens um wearing his uh his baseball cap and uh, and jacket kind of Hustling over towards you, like, hey, uh, I, we we noticed you weren't in the gym anymore. Uh, we got to have everybody, got to have everybody uh, come this way to the front of the school. Why? Um, it's uh, did you not you didn't see the pictures or anything? There's uh something, uh something downtown. There's some like flying thing. Uh, we don't we don't know exactly, but uh. Everybody's parents have been called. Uh, they're going to come pick you up. Um, just getting everybody to the front of the school. Dance is over. Um, he kind of like looks at some of the, the charred remains of umpire gear that you're hauling um, and like takes a breath as if he's going to say something about it and then just shakes his head. Um, uh, so we, yeah, we don't, we don't really know anything just yet, but uh, it seems like it's, uh, they're they're considering it a, a public emergency, so um, schools closing down. We're gonna get everybody back to your homes. So uh, come on, come with me. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like Indy has like just enough respect for Mister Blivens that they wouldn't necessarily protest in this moment. Oh. Okay. I'll be very sadly like, but he's like, oh, Mr. Bl Mr. Blivens, actually, um, see, Mom just called, and she said that we should all head back to the farm because, like, she can't come pick me up. So... Can, uh, kind of looks around everybody else, like, can, uh, can one of your parents just pick everybody up? Uh, somebody could make a roll to kind of talk him into this or out of this or whatever. Uh, I can, or or OP. Yeah, 
I mean, Connor's the better talker. Connor has an excuse. Yeah. Do you have, like, a plus? What would be, like, talking out of a situation role? (laughs) Um, Depends on kind of how you want to go about it. Uh, Connor's way seems like Grace just being cool and, like... Uh, letting the nice words roll off of his tongue. Um, you could go design and like really reason someone through. You could go um, uh, impact probably wouldn't really work for this. Um, Connor but, would definitely uh, go the graceful route for yeah. talking yeah. someone into a situation. Definitely. Elbow Connor. Right. <laughs> and if someone would like to help you can uh well we would have done that before you already rolled it and it's a good roll oh, so sorry. it is a good <laughs> roll. the two Ooh, i don't even want to change it because even sadness is fine all right um yeah so you've got a you get rolled a six a two and a four um what's what's sad about this for you connor is a little concerned his mother's a nurse uh, which usually means if something's going on that she's going to be involved at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as he goes over to Mr. Blivens, he's like, um, Mr. Blivens, my mother's a nurse. If something's going on, she'll be involved. She'll be really busy. She won't be able to pick me up. Uh, she usually says I can just go over and hang out at the farm. And I can make sure everything's all right as we head over there. Um. Uh, he's like, yeah, okay, okay, then, um, I guess that's fine, just, I, I know what, I know what you kids can, can get into some mischief sometimes, just, I want you all to promise me, you're gonna go straight to the farm, you're not gonna launch any rockets at anything, just, <laughs> just be safe. Oh, yeah, no, we're definitely gonna be very safe, Mr. Blevins. Yes, sir. No wrong side The side effect on that was you look cool. So uh, <laughs> Connor looks very cool doing this. Just um, looks very responsible. Very like I've got this. We'll we'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Are y'all set to go? Y'all don't need to grab anything from uh inside or anything like that. Pretty sure Connor's gear, unless Opie had grabbed it for whatever reason, would still be the club. Or be oh, the club. maybe we should go grab our stuff then, huh? Just not in front of Mr. Oh, okay. oh, ah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, here's another kind of world-building question. Um, you have a home base, uh, where your club meets. Uh, you're an official school club, so I'm guessing this is in the school? Question mark? Or would you have a base somewhere else? It could be like a repurposed shack that they used to use to store like uh, sports equipment, but we turned it into a club, that way it's by the field. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Because they don't want us directly in the school, because we explode things. Uh-huh. Oh, like um, like one of those like big storage cubes. Ooh, yeah, that could work. That is cool. Um, I like that. Um, 
All right. So I, I, I think you probably wouldn't have to go far then. You could probably even like hop on the ATV and pretend that you're just heading out uh, away from the school and make a little pit stop um, at your home base. Uh, so let's establish a couple of things about home base. Uh, in the book, if you go to um, the very last section, this place we live, um, there's a section called home base. It's page 51. Uh, it sounds to me like what y'all have is the garage. Um, a tool shed, pole barn, or some other utilitarian structure. Um, rough and ready sort of space. Um, it has some of the things you need, but wasn't designed or built to be a rocket lab. Does that sound like where you are? Yeah. yeah. I would say so. All right. So, um... Do you all have that page opened up? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you're going to choose under the look. Um, maybe we'll just go like one by one to put this in some sort of order. Um, and I've been starting with Scarlet and going across our order on the screen. So let's flip that up and say, uh, Indy, do you want to choose one of these selections under the look? for uh, what your home base garage looks like. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to say uh, the animal that's always hanging around uh, is one of our looks. Okay. Uh, that would be Magenta, which is Indy's cat. Uh, it's an indoor-outdoor cat and somehow always manages to find its way to like the storage cube like knows where to find Indy even though he's not home. Cool. Um so who does who does Magenta like and who does Magenta avoid? Um I feel like he generally likes most of the people in the club, however finds Opie a bit too loud sometimes. Okay. And so is a bit skittish around Opie. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of whom, uh, Opie, do you want to choose another one of, uh, under the look? I'm gonna say a tool bench docked with old but sturdy tools. All right. And who do they belong to? Um, I think they were originally, like, the school janitor's tools, but okay. like the the school like hired new janitors. Like once the old ones are tired, and this was kind of like the old janitor's like tool shed and thing where he he'd build projects and stuff. And the new janitor like has an office and things like right. Um. So this barn thing was kind of just forgotten back here so they're just like really old tools cool all right um connor do you want to choose one from the list of benefits i think we'll go with rel relatively private that makes sense um we're out yeah. on the basically outskirts of the school 
Right. Probably during field hockey practice, there might be some folks around, but other than that, not really. No one really comes out here. Yeah. And um, Scarlet, do you want to choose a snag? So this is a, a shortcoming of your home base. Ooh, gotta be careful with that. Yeah. Snag. Um, it's, I'd say it's probably drafty. Like, they didn't insulate it because it's meant to just be like a storage shed. So when we started using it, they didn't think about it. So it's probably like a little drafty and cold. Right. And yeah, in Arizona, it's probably like cold in the winter and then obnoxiously hot in the summer. Um, yeah. But uh, okay, so let's uh, let's loop around again um, and do these. I think maybe we'll just do two of these questions just to save on time. Um, and maybe just, I'll just open it up. Who, uh, whoever kind of sees one of these that's interesting, go ahead and say it. I have an idea for where we can hide things here. I'd say like the flats of the um, container itself. We like to like, you can pull them up and stick things underneath them. There's like little grooves in the side of a wall that you can just kind of stick things into. Cool. Somebody have another one that jumps out at them? What's the most dangerous thing in here? We definitely have just like a bag of gunpowder. There's just rocket fuel everywhere. Yeah, there's just all kinds of explosives in here. (laughs) Wow. I'm glad it's like a metal. We are turning this thing into an explosive all on its own. Yeah. Our lab's very explosive. I'm like, we are, I, my mom is like a, a food scientist. So I also like know how to make bombs out of like fertilizer and stuff. So like there's like that kind of stuff around that we like just pocketed from moms (laughs) wow all right so there is your home base um a giant rocket waiting to happen um (laughs) uh so you you've gathered up your stuff you've got your cat uh what's the next plan hopping on this uh this atv it's been mentioned that there's like stuff on the news. Did anyone want to like actually look into that? Uh, I'm yeah, driving, so no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Indy just like has their phone out. Uh, first, I'm gonna say they check their text messages <laughs> to see if anything else has come up. But then after that, uh switch it on to like like basically like google search like strange sighting arizona okay yeah um probably in your text messages nothing really of great interest probably like some classmate asking where you went because you were at the bit dance and then you weren't anymore um uh but yeah you get um the news of what's going on in the little town of Gardenia, Arizona, uh, that this 
what there's no really better word for it than a UFO has been sighted over town. Um, again, you can find kind of bad photos, maybe a little bit clearer than uh, than what had been texted to Scarlet. Um, and probably others have gotten text messages too now. But still, it's just like a thing in the sky, uh, like some lights and some other lights. It's a, a little bit clearer that it's um it's not an airplane it's it's something strange um you can see uh the um some of the buildings of town and this thing just hovering above uh apparently people are kind of freaking out about it but it hasn't done anything it arrived and has just been there uh staying in place um gotcha. over the center of this town there's definitely oh. lots of news and lots of talk and lots of speculation happening. Guys, they're saying it's um a UFO. Grandpa was right. Ha! I was right. Really like face palms. She's like, I don't want to deal with this. Trust me, I don't want to deal with it either. Um. But uh, remind me to give you five bucks when this is all over. Thank you. I will take that at some point. Maybe it's just like a prank by the Chinese or something. I mean, that's kind of an elaborate prank, don't you think? An aggressive prank. Well, they haven't done anything aggressive yet, so maybe... Oh, oh, you know what maybe it is? Maybe it's an advertisement for some new movie or something. But why would that happen here? It, I mean, it's not a big town. They usually leave those things for, like, New York or L.A. or things like that. That's a good point. I'd well, watch it. Full movie budget in tiny town, Arizona. These are all excellent points. Maybe um, it's a weather balloon or something like that. Maybe. Um, I don't know if we should go near it, though. Well, it's just hovering, right? It's not actually doing anything. Yeah, but they're telling us to go inside, and I don't know. Maybe the adults are right on this one. Wow, that was unlike you. Yeah, but if it really is aliens now, that would be some really cool technology to get our hands on for the spaceship, you know? You're not wrong. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, I guess it could be cool to have that tech. Uh, but I don't know. I I'm just a bit nervous about it. But think of it, though, a real-life spaceship right here in the middle of town. I'm imagining it. We could at least go and take a look. It's a great big mystery. Uh, fine. If, if you guys want to go, then I'll tag along. And I see I'm outnumbered. All right, fine. Let's go! Come on, ATV, go faster. All right. Um, 
what's what's your ATV route into town? Um, are are you like hitting the streets? Uh, is are there like I don't know there's, what's what's there's definitely like a like an a uh, trek trail like through the grounds of the school that like the the field and track team take. That's like a shortcut to the center of town, but like still kind of wooded because like that's better scenery for the track and field people to run um and they don't have to deal with cars and stuff so i'm definitely going that tricky route to try and avoid adults being like you shouldn't be out yeah that's a that's a good way to avoid that um so you uh take this wooded route through uh Kind of like a little paved path through the woods. Um, eventually, you do have to come off of that and into the town proper. Um, I'd say you just exit into some sort of park and then eventually hit the, the streets. And um, immediately, as soon as you're on the streets, you can see like cars lined up like bumper to bumper. Um, police lights uh police are directing traffic it's uh it's very crowded um people trying to get out of town people trying to get into town to see what's going on uh there's a lot going on as soon as you come out of the out of the woods whoa <laughs> there's a lot of people <laughs> yeah Well, guys, what what should we do first? I mean, can we see it from here? Yeah. Where you are right now, you can't. Um, it's uh, so you're at this kind of park right on the edge of the quote downtown area. So there are some tall buildings right across the street from you, like three or four story buildings, not tall tall buildings. Um. And um, it's just kind of blocking blocking the view of, of the sky in that direction. You could go deeper into the town. You could maybe, like, turn left or right and go kind of skirt the edge of town and try to get a better view if you wanted to. The police are, like, mostly evacuating people? Or... Yeah. All right, then... Uh, guys, I think we should go straight into the middle of town because, see, the cops are trying to get everybody out, and so they're not thinking that, like, we should go in. They think we want to go out, so they'll be all on the edge. So if we go in the middle, there might be less. Yeah, but that also requires us to get through the police. Uh, I don't know if they're going to let us into town if we're already towards the edge of town. Fair, that's fair. Um, I mean, we can cause we can cause a distraction easily enough. Oh yeah, we could do that. We're very good at that. Um, Connor, you're pretty loud. <laughs> do you think you could cause a distraction? Sure. Let's see now. Um, are there any, like, full trash cans or anything around? Sure. Yeah. Okay. 
Connor will go over to one of the trash cans and like grab it and make sure he's got a good hold on it. And then using the boost, like the boosters on his belt to give him some lift, he'll fly up and then grapple and basically try and dump a bunch of trash in the air and try and get people's attention. Basically, he's trash bombing a crowd. All right. <laughs> um, and if he does that, I'm going to like gun the ATVs like rockets so we can go real fast past them. All right. You're trying to just go like straight past the police there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kind of like confuse and um, I think what I'll I think I want a roll from Opie and maybe um, Connor can help. Okay. So the way that, that helping works is Connor, you can just roll one D6 to start with. And you're going to sub that in for one of Opie's dice. So can I use design because it's the the ATV's my design? I mean, I could say even design because you're like maybe like make planning out a thoughtful route there, like thinking of like when the police officer is looking one direction, you're going to go the other direction and that, that seems like design anywhere. Okay. I know Ooh. Connor has sneaky too, which helps with stealth stuff. Oh yeah. At least for breaking and entering. Um, oh, in that no. case, maybe I'll say instead of helping, you could just give, you get an extra re-roll on that, right? Uh, yes, add one re-roll. And yeah. additionally, when you lead a group on a sneaky action, your roll can be the roll for the party. Yeah, Ooh. maybe we should have done that differently, but this worked out okay anyway. <laughs> um, no, 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 I was Connor's gonna... causing a distraction, trash distraction. Yeah. You're kind of doing the opposite of sneaking, actually. Exactly. I'm giving other people sneak, but not yeah. me. Um, so I was going to say you could take an, another re-roll on that from Connor's uh, helping with the sneaking. So um, you may want to re-roll that three, because three, that's yeah. your That's mood, my right? number. Ah, oh, yeah. that's better. All right, so you got a success. You're no. feeling a sense of love, um, and something you get something extra from this as well. Uh, so clearly, the distraction works. You zip. Uh, I know how cool Connor is right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could, I could see that you're feeling that connection of friendship of uh, Connor helping you out there. Um, you, uh, zip past the police officer. I mean, you're on a rocket ATV. Clearly they hear you, but are just distracted enough that, um, they're not keeping an eye on you. Um. Oh, I was wondering about the quirks to my machine. Those uh, activate, when do those activate? Uh, so you can activate those to have another re-roll. Okay. Um, in just a couple of... One you can do before you roll, and one you can do after you roll. You certainly don't need it right now. Um, I just know that the the bonkers roll is super fun, and I get to be yeah. all of the things. So. <laughs> right. I'm um, excited. 
Yeah, so you can choose that at a time when you feel like you need a, a little extra boost on that okay. roll. Um, yeah, so you zip past. I'm going to suggest for the extra on your side effect, maybe like the this sort of like dual distraction, two things happening at once, Connor gets to like catch up with you as well without um, also getting that, in trouble since he's kind of separate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you all kind of make it past this, uh, po this the first kind of set of police, sets, set of police officers that you see there. Um, and continue heading into town, and it's it's more of the same, like uh, bumper to bumper traffic, like horns honking, people getting out of their cars and like craning their necks to see up above. Um, I'm guessing you're kind of riding down the sidewalk. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's one of those like three wheel kind of ATVs, and okay. it's just. <laughs> It's just big enough to fit on the sidewalk. Like it's like it just it takes up the whole sidewalk. All right. Um. Yeah, you. I uh, kind of go down the block, turn, go another block, and uh, kind of a, a an echo of what we did at the beginning of this game. You round a corner and see up above you this object up in the sky. Um. It's dark, uh, so there's sky uh, stars in the sky up above it, and um, is this the ship round or it, so it's it has like a round, a round-ish central piece, and then these three um, projections off of that. Uh, if you imagine like a fan like a ceiling fan with a motor and then three blades poking off of it so these kind of roughly triangular shaped um or like arrowhead shaped wings going off in three directions um it's made of shiny metal uh the the central part is probably like the size of a, a house um and then these wings that project off of it are enormous, like a couple of blocks long each. Um, it's not like blotting out the sky above you or anything like that, but it's big. It's bigger than a plane, um, bigger than the biggest plane that you've seen, and just floating there up above, uh, kind of off to the side of the tallest building in town. Um, there are like spotlights from down below shining on it. There are some lights on the the thing itself um but just kind of serenely floating there so do we see any evidence of like hover materials or like rockets that are like keeping it in the air is it just like it looks dead but it's floating yeah it just looks like it's floating like there's nothing that uh there's makes no sense about it to it yeah, I mean, if you want to be, like, really skeptical, there could be, like, a balloon up above it that you can't see or something like that. <laughs> but it's that kind of floating, like, just gently hovering there. Well, guys, um, I was wrong. It's definitely a UFO. How do you think it's floating up there? I don't know. I don't see any hover stuff. I don't see any cool lights, like, doing, like sound waves or anything like that there's no rockets 
Like maybe it's magnets? That could be. Yeah, I am. I have no clue. Man, I, I would really like to go up and look at that ship. How we get up there? I mean, and Connor looks over at Scarlet in her jetpack. Scarlet, do you think we could all go up there? I don't know if we should go in there. I mean, isn't it fine enough that we're just looking at it? But like, but like, but like, but like, but we, but we don't know like how it works, and like we should just like, oh man, we should really figure out how it works though. Scarlet is like hesitant. She's like, sometimes I have to yell at my jack jetpack to get it to boost me in the air. Um, I don't think it could take all of us. Oh no. But like two of us at a time, you could spare yourself there. I'd offer, because I can also fly, but it doesn't really work the same way. Could probably do one or two of you at a time. Um, my boots might be able to take me up. Um, it's like, it's way up there. Um, I think the jetpack is probably the only choice from the ground, um, and could maybe carry one other person. What if we get on like one of the top of one of the buildings here, and then we just um, um, fly off from there, or jump off and then swing up? Um, I don't know, but I want to touch it. Yeah, I want, <laughs> yes, I want to touch it. I want to like break it apart and put it back together. Um, we could also maybe see if it lands. Well, that's true. Um, is there any? Um, do we have any, like, radio-type things? Like, so I could scan for any signals coming from the ship? Um, I don't think that's the sort of thing that you would just have. Um, it's the sort of thing you could build, uh, oh, cool. but... Uh, I'm really good at building stuff. I don't know if that would be something you could do with, like, stuff that you have right now in the middle of doing this. Yeah. Is there any cop cars nearby? Um, I think that you've kind of... Uh, I, you want there to be, right? <laughs> um, I, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna sneak in and get one of their scanners and, like, make it check for alien signals. Alright, um... Okay. I don't think there's there is like right where you are right now. You've kind of like come down a, a street that's been blocked off and uh like found a spot where you can see up between two buildings. You're in a quiet place right now, but it wouldn't be hard to find. Um you haven't seen cop cars that didn't have cops near them. Uh, uh that's so. fair. What about a radio shack? Is there a radio shack in our town? <laughs> oh, it seems like our town would have a radio shack. The old abandoned radio shack. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> sure. There's there's a radio shack. Uh, let's go. Guys, if we go to the radio shack, maybe we could contact the aliens and they'll just let us on the ship. That, that seems 
Very optimistic. Well, I mean, I didn't think there was going to be a UFO at all. That seems really optimistic. That, that's, that's a lot of optimism for one day, though, to find the UFO and assume that the aliens are friendly? Yeah, Never like, be too optimistic. But the probability of them even existing was impossible. So, like, come on, guys. They could be friends. There's like a 50-50 chance at this point. Um, I mean, still, I wouldn't bet too strongly on the the optimistic side. All right, well, what do you guys want to do? Um... I mean, if we can't get up there and we can't talk to them, or I guess we could talk to them, but uh, if look, I I just don't know how to feel about this in general. Um, I don't. I just want to make sure you're all safe. You know. Well, I think that boats already sailed. So, it, you know what? You would be making sure that we were super safe if you came with us, because then you'd be with us, right? Uh, yeah. And if you don't come with us, I might do something really stupid. Especially if I would <laughs> go up there with her. Guarantee oh. it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know what, sure, let, let's, See if we can check the radio shack. Yeah. Let's go break into the radio shack, Connor. All right. All right. Um, cut to interior radio shack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just get in there. Yeah. Nobody has <laughs> had keys to this building for decades. <laughs> Opie just used her rockets, blew up in the front of the building. It's fine. I mean, maybe. Uh, we don't have to dwell on that. Uh, so We can blame it on the aliens, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I'd say the, the, the Radio Shack's probably on another kind of quiet street where there aren't many people about. Um, so uh, you're inside of this darkened um, storefront, lots of electronic equipment lying about. Um, we get to do a... A rocket surgery <laughs> um, as you want to build this thing. And um, Opie, you've got a move that's going to help you out with that. Yes, so, cannibalize uh, the entire store. Let's let me get to rocket surgery. Um, you're all experts at building rocket related creations. This isn't really a rocket related creation, but that's fine. Um, you are going to be creating something. Um, your imaginations are matched only by your skill. Follow the guide below for crafting new inventions. Uh, so, what's required? Um, tools, you've got plenty of tools here. Supplies, you've got plenty of uh, supplies here. Um, building this radio is probably gonna take, um, I would say with all four of you working on it, um, less than an hour. Uh, so, um, how this works is 
you'll need to have a success on a roll with each trait, design, propulsion, grace, and impact to successfully build this thing. You can split these rolls up so one person can roll design. I mean, you could have all four of you make a roll. You could have two of you split them up however you want to. Um, and uh, you'll just use your re-rolls for whatever trait you're working with. And um, I believe Opie's um, move is that you can use design. You can replace one of the other uh, traits with design. So you could roll design twice if you want to. Nice. And because I have a plus two in design, does the plus two just get added to the roll or is it I can re-roll it? It would be the re-rolls, just like okay. a, just like a regular roll. Okay. Um, so how do you how do you all want to do this up? Who uh, divide this up? Who is uh, actively working on this project? Opie for sure. Yeah. I think Indy is kind of keeping lookout, like outside the radio shack. That makes sense. Scarlet is like distractedly helping, so like trying to look around to make sure that everybody's okay and nothing is on fire, but at the same time like also helping because she is curious. I think Connor would be grabbing things that Opie needs. So if Opie called out like something that she needs, he'd go find it and bring it back to her. All right. Um, looking at all of your trait scores, I can tell you the 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 way that would be best to do this would be Opie rolling design twice, Connor rolling grace, and Scarlet rolling propulsion. Nice. And you can skip the, uh, and that's a, that's a two on everything that way. Uh, so if that's what y'all want to do, you can go ahead and do those rolls. Um, Let's do it. Maybe one at a time so we don't have just a ton of dice out there. All right. So wait, what is that two over there? Is that your other die? No, I don't know where that came from. Okay. <laughs> it's just uh, appeared. What? That's weird. Why don't you roll another one? Because I only see two. Is that just me? Yeah, there's only two. Oh, okay. But Sorry. Three. Here's something I didn't explain. I think here's something I didn't explain well. You're going to roll the whole three dice for each one. Three dice? So, yeah, just like a regular roll, you're rolling three six-sided oh. dice. You're getting an outcome, a mood, and a side effect. Do you want to just start that fresh? Yes. Okay. okay. Let's see. Because those weren't great anyway. So um, just go ahead and roll 3d6. Okay. Oh, that's better. All right. That's better. Um, so you have two re-rolls. So, I mean, I don't know if that's um, something two. you even need to three. deal with. What's three on the, um, where's the other? you look foolish. So you oh, look kind of dumb um, doing whatever you're doing, but it doesn't have a mechanical drawback. I'm cute when I look dumb, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this. So am I, I'm rolling another set of three as well, yes. then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that one was a success. Now let's try again. Hold on, throw away these. Do you want to keep those there or 
Oh, we can toss them. Okay. Hey, Connor, what what was the mood that's associated with your secret? Because I didn't see that on your sheet earlier when I saw I your believe, sheet. Yeah, I think I forgot to put it on at that time. It would either be fear or sadness, whichever you think would be most appropriate. Go with sadness and go ahead and mark okay. one for uh, for Opie from what she just rolled. Um, just not fear because two people already have fear and that makes a mess of things. Um, all right, so you got another success, uh, feeling love and draw attention, which you might want to re-roll. Yeah, I'll re-roll that one. Since there isn't a bunch of cops around. There we go. Better. All right. Um, how did you look foolish uh, on your first go there, and then you look cool on your second one? Um. So my guess is that when I was pulling stuff out to like figure out what we needed to use, I pulled out a thing that I was like, I don't know what this is, and it's like a tape play, a tape. A cassette or something like this is not a real thing that people use. <laughs> and then, what is this boomer technology? Yeah, what is this dumb stuff? So, <laughs> I but then I end up using like the tape inside of it to like make a gear go around in a circle or something for the for part of the piece. I don't know. I'm I'm not a mechanic, but Opie is. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, so who's rolling next, Connor or Scarlet? I can roll, but I don't know how the mechanics work, so it might take a sec. Okay, so you're rolling 3d6 for starters. And you have two re-rolls. So what you've got is failure, um, anger, and some extra bonus thing. Um, so you probably want to re-roll that failure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's not better. Did you roll? I have one more, right? Okay. Okay, that's better. All right. Yeah. So that's a success. Um, I the the I mean, you can tell me how the anger comes into play there. Um. I can see some frustration happening. I just don't like the idea in general. I've been going along with it because it's what everybody wants to do, but I just, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. And at this point, I'm kind of frustrated wanting to like make sure that everyone's okay, but not actually wanting to participate in what the group has decided to do. So I'm a little bit frustrated. All right. Yeah. And somehow that, that frustration, I think, hurries things along a little bit. And with your six on your side effect, you're reducing the amount of time that it's going to take. Um, so things are going quicker with your frustratedly like shoving um, parts <laughs> at OB. All right. Last one, uh, Connor. All righty then. All 3D6 and see what happens. Oof, 215. Apparently, failure, fear, and some. Let's re-roll the two. Hmm. Six. All right, and then go. we'll re-roll the one. To become a two. Sadness. Sadness. 
Um, and that is your mood, so you're going to mark your overwhelm on that. Oh, no. Well, that's yeah. not very good. But you've got the success. So you've, you all have successfully <laughs> built this thing, and you, ha- you can ask one of those questions over there on the right. What has been hidden What's or the... overlooked? What's the what will X do next one? X being what? Uh, you'll fill, just fill in that X. Oh, um, okay. What will the, the ship do next, I guess, would be? I think I'll just stick with the what has been hidden or overlooked. But as for like what he does, he's just running around the store getting like pieces. Um, and he's keeping up like a pretty cool, like, upbeat, encouraging Opie along. But every now and then he kind of like stops and seems a little... Um, depressed like there's something on his mind but he's not really sharing it or showing it so he's just kind of kind of staying in the moment so he doesn't have to worry about it um all right um i think uh let's see what's being hidden or overlooked um is a good question uh, what mysteries lay within the radio shack yeah <laughs> the radio that's the title shack right there radio. mystery at the radio shack oh that's perfect um hmm. i think um i think you would like make some adjustments to this uh thing that's being built or you like point something out and you're like, oh, you could add this uh, this part here to uh, switch to different channels. And maybe we can pick up like what's on the, the police radio, too. Um, so uh, there isn't like a hidden or overlooked thing that I'm going to give you right now. But you have the capacity to hear more on this, uh, this machine that you've made um, than just tuning into the ship uh which you do um so uh what are you what are you looking for here like what's what is this uh what is what is the thing that you made look like and what does it do exactly I think it looks like a little tiny mini, um, like, satellite dish with headphones attached to it. And it, like, scans the frequencies in the air to try and pick up signals that um, are coming from the ship specifically, but others as well. We're trying to figure out if there's any life on the ship at all or if it's like gonna beam something down or something like that right um i think what you pick up is um something that you can uh it's it's not you're not picking up words you're not picking up like a voice or anything like that but you're getting these like these little blips like tick 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 um and uh through like whatever you've put together there you um get the impression that the ship is kind of doing what you're doing it's like sending out a signal of its own it's searching hey guys 
Um, the ship seems to be like scanning us. Um, you know, just kind of looking for something. It's not scanning us specifically, right? Just a general scanning. Um, well, let's see if I can figure out what information it's looking for. And I, like, dial a big oven-looking dial on the side of the headphones. <laughs> and see if I can, like, filter the information scanning. Like, what it's actually scanning for. Um, hmm... Uh, you made the thing, so I'm gonna give. I'll, I'll give you a, a go on that. Um, what is it scanning for? Um, I think what you get is that it's trying to like. Man, I don't know how you pick this up on like some chunky Radio Shack headphones. <laughs> um, but I think you're like hearing the. What's and the radio dish, yeah. There's there's gotta be like some kind of readout that you have going. Um, that it's like um sending out a signal and looking for like a similar signal and response. It's like looking for a certain kind of um information being broadcast or a certain kind of energy signature or something like that. Um like it's um it's not, I said it's doing what you're doing. It's not doing what you're doing because you're kind of like scanning through these different types of signals that you could be receiving and trying to like parse it and key in on one thing. It's not. It it knows what it's looking for and it's repeating the same thing over and over again and looking for a response. It seems like it's sending out a signal something trying to get that something to say something back uh, maybe it lost its baby or something Honor did you steal an alien baby recently? No <laughs> You would have told me about it Right Connor? Connor you would have you told me if you stole an alien baby right? Never in my life have I ever stolen a child <laughs> Okay. But what if it didn't look like a child? What if it was like like a, like a squid or something? Never have I stolen a squid either. Although I could try sometime. Don't think the um, aquarium would let me in though if I tried. Nah. Or maybe they wouldn't let me out. Maybe a seafood restaurant though. Hmm, <gasps> squid. Now I'm hungry. Um, so Indy, you're kind of keeping an eye out at the, the front door or front window. Um, give me a roll for kind of like wa watching the, watching the skies or watching the, the street. Yeah. I don't know what this roll is, but something. I Race feel like this kind of, yeah, I was gonna, I was thinking design cause that's what I did like the last time I right. kind of did like a scout sort of roll. Uh, three, four, one. Mm. Oh, love. Oh. All right. So just to explain, um, the one on your side effect is crisis. Um, 
what this means is oh, that no. uh if things get bad uh the next roll oh, that's no. made is going to be uh what's called a dire roll which uh just means that things can go very very wrong um I so you've also have... you've also failed so i have a one in design uh so I could either re-roll Crisis or re-roll the failure. Mm -hmm. Re-roll the anger and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. You also, I'll point out, uh, as a person with a uh, rocket vehicle, you have your rocket move, um, which... True. Uh, uh, is if I remember it correctly, um, yeah. Uh, turn on a... No, you have. Oh, that's oh. right. You have leg rockets. That's right. Never mind. Yeah. So, uh, no, mine is thinking. turn on a dime. Yeah, that would have been useful. Leap of faith. I don't think is. Not in this particular situation. Yes. Um. I think it's a little too early to have a crisis. I'm gonna re-roll that one. I think it's just the right time for a crisis. I do too. Um, Are you sure? I mean, we did just figure out that the alien's looking for its baby or something. So, <laughs> seems um, like about time for something to happen. I mean, fair enough. Um, yeah, let's make things go bad. I'll re-roll the emotion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not even gonna re-roll the outcome? Oh great. Yay. Okay. Love failure in a game. Love? Yo, love. Love right. it. Uh, so I love um, my friends. I don't want them to die. <laughs> yeah, it seems like maybe that's just like what's going through your mind right now and you're not focused on what's going on outside. Um, um they are very much like looking at their phone right now. Um, I think there's some con some dots connecting in their head, um, and so like looking at that message that says like "Be here soon" with the blue heart, uh, Indy like shakily texts back like, uh, <sighs> like you can go now. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And um, with that, oh, we're so close to where I want to wrap up. I'm going to, so let's let's just set the scene here. Everybody is uh, huddled inside of this radio shack. Um, Indy standing at the door, supposedly keeping a lookout, but texting instead. Um, Opie, Connor, and Scarlet um huddled over this probably at the at the counter of the shop looking at this thing that they've made um and uh I'm, i want to just zoom out and we can see this uh this ship hovering up over the city and it starts to release all of these little like bubbles just these round things kind of transparent like 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 blowing soap bubbles drift slowly down from this ship across the city 
um the the wind kind of blows them in between the the buildings and they brush along they're um probably like the size of like a dodgeball uh just these translucent spheres floating through the air some of them going into the distance past the downtown uh thousands and thousands of them just floating down toward the streets um and we can see like the lines of traffic people are looking the the police officers are waving traffic down and pause to see these things floating through the air um and we see as one of them just gently brushes against the side of a building and just this sudden bang of of light and force and bricks go flying there's uh, just a flash of light and all over the city these floating spheres start to explode um blasting the windows out of cars uh exploding sometimes up up in the air above buildings along the sidewalk um flipping over a car just everywhere these explosions and inside the radio shack you all start to hear boom 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 uh some close some distant all over the town oh i didn't do it it wasn't me guys i think it wasn't me uh guys um I think we gotta go. There's uh, explosions, lots of explosions. We gotta, we gotta go. Uh, uh, is it safer outside than it is inside? Well, either the buildings are gonna explode and crumble all around us, or we get out of here. I'd rather be outside in an earthquake than. I think with that uh, boom and the glass of the the front of this building blasts inward, um, just uh, really just pelting um, Indy and and flying in at everybody else. Um, Indy, go ahead and take one tension from that. I deserve it. I let a crisis happen. And yeah, now it's a crisis. Um, Yay! And I think we're going to leave off there for tonight. Uh, And we'll pick up mid-crisis next time. Thank you all for playing. Yeah, I can't wait for part two. Yeah, Yeah. glad to be here. It's fun. Very very much fun. Cool. Um, Yeah, I didn't know quite where we were going to land tonight, but that's a a fun place (laughs) to, to end up. Um, chaos. The dice gods really said, "Time to die." <laughs> they blessed us with bomb. Yep, it was just the right time for it. Um, so yeah, I hope you've all had fun. Uh, I know I have, and we'll pick up again at this time next week. Thank you all for listening to the Aging Journey Podcast. We hope you are enjoying the campaign. Don't forget, you can listen to our podcast 
on our podcast website, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. List will be in the description below. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. You can support the podcast on Patreon or join our Discord. Enjoy the journey.